0: Today on Hero Talk, I good it. job. <laughs> make me feel bad. Put you on the spot. I said I re- it wrong one time. I remember you talking about it last night, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna make you say say O-R- 'oirs.' I almost. All so right, just there. Cut. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> This is Darian, your resident string player, and this is Angela, your certified brass player, and this is Hero Talk, where we talk about real life
1: and real women in music.
0: Hey, Darian. Hi. <laughs> it's the last week of classes. It is, and guess what's super close and around the corner?
1: Yeah, the Hero Conference. Do-do-do-do.
0: It's a month away. It is a
1: month away. This is very exciting. It's nerve-wracking. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what all the work is going to be in, you know, real life.
0: Who's going to be there? I'm so nervous. Like, I don't think anyone's as stressed out as I feel. I mean, yeah. I'm having, like, stress dreams every night. That's fair, yeah. I just hope everything falls into place.
1: You know, it's the first one, and I don't think everything's going to be perfect, you know? It's going to be definitely a... We're going to learn from it. It's going to go... I think it's going to be really good. There's going to be really good things come out of it. I hope so.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm excited about how this is... this The Hero Conference, the inaugural Hero Conference is, like, something that I've envisioned.
1: Yeah, and for a, like, a non that, like, is not that old, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So... Something that... It is really cool to see it actually coming to fruition. And it's only like three weeks away. Yes. Yes, yes. yes, yes. That it's a little wild, but scary at the same time. Because I care about it so much, you know? Yeah. Uh, Miranda can tell you, I've literally been like, I hope everything goes smoothly. I mean, yeah, I think we all do. (laughs) But
1: I can definitely see the stress that you're having because you're leading it all. It's my baby.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Feels like my baby.
1: So... Yesterday we posted on the hero small talk. What are you most <laughs> excited for, for the hero conference? Cause we know we're not the only ones who
0: are excited about yeah. this. We've got a <laughs> lot of
1: good answers. Some people chiming in.
0: Um, let's see. I know we got one from Andrew that cracked me up. Oh yeah. <laughs> pizza. He said pizza. I'm also <laughs>
1: excited for fired up pizza. So yeah, we're going to have a food truck there for lunch fired up pizza truck is gonna be there it's gonna be mm-hmm. very delicious it's really good pizza
0: so yeah and even if you're not like registered for the conference you can still stop by and get by yourself some lunch from fired up pizza get a slice come talk and it's really good i've actually had fired up pizza before the food yeah. truck has come to my like my apartment mm-hmm. complex
1: and it's very good yeah it's, it's good pizza so yeah.
0: that will i understand his excitement
1: <laughs> Who wouldn't be <laughs> excited about pizza i'd love to like talk about the itinerary that we have for the conference yeah there's a lot going on
0: i know that was some of uh other people's responses to the small talk um the immersive design installation that bella is doing yes someone mentioned that they're really excited for that which i can second that oh it's gonna be beautiful because me and bella and i have talked about her art installation parallel play which mm-hmm. is what it's called it's a fun name. when we first when i first brought her on board as a director mm-hmm. she was like i did this w- art installation i want to do it again a little differently and i've seen pictures from the first time she did it and it it looks so cool she showed me a
1: video and it mm-hmm. was just I'm, I'm very excited to see it and it's going to be in uh, one of our um halls Lindsay recital hall mm-hmm. so that that's a nice enclosed space so it's gonna be really nice yeah. to see it all
0: essentially she's gonna turn off all the lights mm-hmm. and we we'll have like these walls that we're gonna have put up around the space And she's going to turn off all the lights and have projectors everywhere projecting these visual art, visual art, essentially that she was, that she created that was inspired by the piece, which is called parallel play. And essentially the piece is ongoing and she's going to have a couple players move in and out because the, um, instrumentation essentially is not set. It can be whoever and how many, however many people you want playing. Yeah uh and you're just experiencing for how she put it you're experiencing the music in a very visual way by just instead of sitting down for a concert you're walking through
1: yeah that reminds me of like john cage music yeah like you go to a john cage like john cage especially for like um percussion it's so much it's it's amazing to just like watch it yeah and like more than just like listen It's like, um, you know, the metronome, I I forget what it's called, but he places metronomes all across this like museum and you walk down, it's like a hundred metronomes and you, um, (laughs) you walk down and then they, um, they all line up at some point and it's just like this crazy experience of just like these clicks going on. It's really cool. I haven't been in person, but I've seen like YouTube videos of it.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: That does sound
0: really cool. Yeah. Sounds like
1: something to be at Bella's
0: alley. Exactly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It makes sense that bella wants to do this kind of stuff
0: oh i'm so excited to for it because she's already done immersive design Mm -hmm. on the orchestra which she will be doing um as well but this is like just a whole other level where you're in it and you're not just like seeing it from afar Mm -hmm. Mm um it's like stepping into her artistic world yeah i'm uh, that's something i'm the most excited for and that's going to be going on in the during the lunch hour yeah and the break on the conference so after you have your pizza, yeah. that Andrew's excited for, you it's can too you can go see parallel plays. Stroll through some art installation. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'll be awesome. I know. And we'll also have a kitty concert going on during the lunch hour as well. Um, Miranda works with this uh, music education uh, nonprofit group called Givasia. Mm-hmm. and some of their kids um, are going to be performing during in the amphitheater during the lunch hour. That's uh, gonna be good for them, good for everyone. It's awesome. I know. I'm very excited, and I think it's gonna be really cool. We might get a couple, a couple TYO kids, yeah, from the youth orchestra from the Tallahassee Youth Orchestra, but it's mostly gonna be Javasia kids. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's not a set time. Um, we just have a handful of them we are gonna come and play, yeah. but. Uh, We'd also like for you after you walk through the art installation to then take, make your way over to the amphitheater. Yeah. Kitty
1: concert starts around one. So yeah. Plan out the lunch parallel play kitty concert.
0: We definitely have things for you to do while you enjoy your food. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So someone else mentioned they are excited for performing with mingling with and supporting women in music. The whole reason we're doing it. Exactly. Yes. Very excited to do that. We hope, um, we have a good crowd coming out. We have a lot of awesome lectures and recitals and mm-hmm. students coming to volunteer and help out. So it's gonna be a good time.
0: Yeah, we should also probably talk about um, our lecturers. We haven't really yep. gone into detail about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But our first lecture, which is happening at 11, is Dr. Loretta Warner mm-hmm. from Longwood University. She's a violinist and she speaking on uh, mindfulness for musicians Mm -hmm. 11 a.m i'm actually really excited for that it's going to be in doc nani recital hall uh she's also going to be performing in the recital that's happening right before that at 10 a.m love it yes uh she said she's a violinist she's doing a missy mazzoli piece and i'm super excited to hear her play because i remember her submission she's a wonderful violinist Mm -hmm. and i think it's going to be really fantastic to have her here and she's been published on mindfulness for musicians and I know that it's kind of a hot topic for musicians now like how to take care of your mental health oh yeah yeah. how to Mm -hmm. how to practice more efficiently how to stay healthy and not burn yourself out Mm -hmm. so I think it's gonna be really helpful for a lot of people to to hear that as well and then lastly our second uh is Dr. Lilia Ugai. hmm What she's an awesome person. I know. I just got finished playing with her in Polymorphia. hmm I did her violin sonata, which we will also be playing again at the conference. Very nice. But she's going to be speaking uh, about uh, women in composition. she is a female composer herself, mm-hmm. and she's a faculty member at Florida State University. Go Noles. <laughs> you always throw that in there. Absolutely. That's Noles spirit. <laughs> uh, i think her lecture is gonna be really cool and we're really excited to have her come and speak mm-hmm. uh, i love working with her she's so nice she's so smart you can just tell by listening to her music oh yeah S- uh, really intricate and really beautiful work um and you can hear her piece mother tales that i'll be playing with her with on with i think i said that right <laughs> uh during the um chamber concert at 2 p.m in opperman, opperman yes mm-hmm. and then we have a lecture recital. Who is it? Who's our lecture recital, Angela? Antonio Oyarzabal. I Good it? job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Makes me feel bad.
0: Put you on the spot. I, I said re- it wrong one time. I remember you talking about it last night, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to make you say Oyar- Oyarz. I almost. All sorry. right. Just there. Cut. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Antonio. Uh, but yeah, at seven, right after Dr. Ugai, in the same hall with Dr. Nani. He's going to be playing music from his uh, award-winning album, La Muse Mm oubliée, which is music just by female composers. Yeah. You know, top five piano album of 2021. Wonderful, wonderful music. And he's going to be speaking about some of the pieces he's playing, Mm -hmm. why he chose to play them, how he prepared them. And then we'll be doing a brief Q&A at the end if you have any questions about him as a performer, how he got into, you know, doing what he does, playing music just by women. Yeah. So, those are our three lectures, essentially. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, check out his album. It's an awesome album. Very, a very fun, very uh fulfilling kind of album. I think when I was listening to it.
0: Yeah, I've listened to it too. Mm-hmm. I find it, it's like soothing but also exciting all at the same time. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and we did a podcast with Antonio, so check yeah. that out
0: too. He's learn such a nice guy. Him. He's very nice. Yeah, he's probably listening. Thanks, Antonio. We love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, what else do we have, Angela? Tell me.
1: Yeah, so we also have a composer and solo recital at 10 a.m. in Daknani Recital Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a bunch of awesome people. Andrew Gaffey, amazing saxophonist, is going to play. <laughs> Loretta Werner is going to play. Owen Nichols, another great saxophonist, is going to play. My good friend David Deacon, he's going to play. He's going to play some... A tr- yeah, he's going to play a little trumpet for us. The Young-Pesky duo, that is uh, Dean Pesky and Sarah Young. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Joe Ensemble.
0: Yes, so una Joe is one of the composers that submitted a piece. She's from Manhattan. Uh, she's made a piece called reset that is going to be performed at the hero on hero concert <laughs> we're all over the place it's the end of the semester it is but um it's, it's a really exciting piece because it's percussion it's violin cello um bassoon flute and like bass clarinet <laughs> it's like a whole bunch mm-hmm. of people yep. and that's good that's what's going to be closing out the first recital um at the 10 a.m hour And the other piece that was submitted was the Ha-Ni Park piece, which Andrew is going to be premiering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes, it'll be the first time it's going to be performed, Mm -hmm. and it's for solo saxophone. So we got two new pieces being performed, uh, and then the rest are soloists that um, applied to perform at the conference. So it's going to be really exciting. All female composers, and everyone who just has love and appreciation for female composers is going to be performing, and it's going to be really fantastic. Yep. And then our final recital concert of the on the 13th is our chamber recital which is an operman. yeah and i uh, i i'm excited for everything but i must say i am super excited for the chamber concert because the some of the groups coming in are so Weird. cool yeah everyone so we got's cool. coming
1: in i'm very happy who we got
0: yes so starting it off is dr uguy's piece mother tales mm-hmm. which we briefly already talked about and then we are the bridge bassoon duo oh yeah so we got and literally the piece they're playing is Take Two Bassoons, which mm-hmm. I think is so funny, um, and by Thea Musgrave. And I'm really excited to hear them play. They're fantastic bassoonists. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're from, like, the Yale area. Mm-hmm. Super cool. And then we have the Cariola Quartet, which Miranda plays in. Yeah. They're doing uh, a Jesse Montgomery piece. Mm-hmm. And then Chaos Incarnate, which they have such cool vibes. I loved their – I watched some of their videos. They have, like, these cool, like, pink, like, jackets. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and they are a um, – a clarinet trio. Oh yeah. And I love they're doing two pieces actually, but yes. I love the name of the second piece they're doing on the program called hashtag yes all women. <laughs> Which I think yeah, is so, so fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh I think it's I think they're gonna be really cool. They have such a cool vibe. Mm-hmm. And then Bella, our, ch- uh, our you know, artistic director person doing the parallel play. Mm-hmm. Man, is she gonna be busy? She's also playing. Yep. She's doing a Gustery Thomas piece, uh two cellos and bassoon yep a little trio action yeah do you want to say what she calls it oh yeah bra less (laughs) because bra is their initials of everyone playing and she was (laughs) like i want to say something about bras (laughs) of course she does she's funny (laughs) i loved that i was like okay whatever you want and then closing it out is amici musical um which is florida miniatures which i think is very fitting Uh, very fitting um we're in florida (laughs) no way (laughs) they're from florida as well amici musical they're from southern florida yes Uh, and they are a wind duo Mm. so they're gonna be pretty cool as well they i think they're professors as well Mm -hmm. so super talented people from literally all over the country and one person abroad we got antonio coming all the way from london excited to have him very soon yes and i think that was one of our other um small talks saying they're excited for antonio which can't blame him and then uh the american premiere of the madeline Dring. yeah
1: that i'm very excited just because of the conversation we had with dr brister Mm -hmm. you know so much passion from that i'm very excited to kind of hear one of her pieces live
0: i know and when she said it was the that it's never been performed Mm -hmm. the festival scare has never been performed in the states i was like look at us go we're gonna be the first ones yeah Yeah. it's gonna be Uh, great gotta
1: get a good recording of it. it's gonna
0: be awesome it's gonna be it's such a cool piece Mm -hmm. such an amazing piece um so that kind of segues into our opening night concert, which is on the 12th. Yes. It's our only event that's happening on the 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at seven thirty in Opperman. We're having a, we have a string uh, chamber orchestra playing uh, a really great program being conducted by Will Whitehead. And then uh, the festival scherzo is opening up the entire fest, the entire festival, festival scherzo <laughs> is opening up the entire conference mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, that's gonna be performed with Antonio. Uh, and then next on the program is gonna be a Caroline Shaw piece, Untrocked, um, with some um, immersive design. God willing that it works in Opperman, because Bello's like, I've never done the immersive design in oh, It's gonna <laughs> be awesome, yeah. I think she's gonna make it work because she always makes it work. And then we're doing just a string quintet of the Ethel Smythe E major mm-hmm. uh, quintet, and then closing it out with the Libby Larson String Symphony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a really wonderfully intimate concert because since it's a small chamber orchestra, I I've talked to a couple of the players and they're like, they're really excited that they get to since it's smaller to yeah. like work intimately with Antonio. Yeah, and how yeah. we can have more conversations and, and it's gonna be a lot more intimate. And yeah,
1: make it your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that be awesome.
0: And we're I know that I'm super excited to do this and I know I've heard great things about Will being a wonderful conductor. Oh yeah, and. Yeah. Um, the people who, who are playing with us are such great friends i i anticipate this be such a like positive fun experience oh yeah and i think it's gonna be a really great way to start off the conference
1: mm-hmm. so sign up for the conference
0: yeah oh and, and following the opening concert we're having a post-concert talk in the lobby of opperman so we hope everyone hangs out instead of skedaddling right after to <laughs> talk to all the players and antonio about the uh what they heard what they thought about the music ask us questions we really want this to be an open dialogue with players and audience members so keep that in mind if you're going to be there at the opening concert which you should be because i think it's going to be great oh yeah um so hang out after and chat with us we would love to talk to (laughs) y'all even though we'll be doing a lot of hanging out on the 13th because we are doing a little social at the end
1: yes at 830 we're gonna have some casas tapas and cantina food um that's where it's gonna be at and we're gonna have that kind of food appetizers there mm-hmm. um
0: don't want to spoil anything but it's gonna be very delicious oh yeah i actually i've had food there and oh it, yeah it's a beautiful restaurant mm-hmm. i must i don't know if you've been there i it have is yeah. so it is gorgeous so it's gonna be very exciting. wonderful setting for us to all hang out mingle after and network with each other Talk about what we thought about the conference, hang out, enjoy a good drink, hope, you know, if that's something you do at the end of the conference, because it's going to be a long day. 7 (laughs) a.m. All the way to 7 p.m. Well, you guys don't have to get there till 8. That's true. That's true. Um, Me and Angela will be there bright bright and early. Bright and early.
1: (laughs) Chugging coffee.
0: (laughs) I know. We will be providing breakfast at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So if you get yourself a muffin or a donut and a cup of coffee as you walk around and talk to Uh, beethoven co which will be there at the our little exhibit yeah tso should be there and we have uh, uh, arroyo bows who is from gainesville that's where it is and she'll be there showing off some of her bows that she's recently made you get to talk to her especially if you want to take your bow to her to get a bow rehair at some point Mm -hmm. so definitely check that out and munch on some breakfast food (laughs) oh (laughs) yeah as you gear up for our First, Wonderful day. Our first or you know, our first conference. Our first hour, which is the ten AM hour, which yeah. is our first uh recital. hmm So I think it's a really well planned out event, if I do so so myself. <laughs> we hope so. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> uh let, let us know your thoughts and if you're super excited for something in particular or you know, if there's a topic you really want to talk to us about, let us know ahead of time. We'd love to, you know mentally prepare ourselves for some wonderful conversation <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's gonna be a good time excited to meet everyone what are everyone. you excited about angela
1: from the conference i'm excited for all the recitals i want to hear the n- new pieces i've never heard of the madeline drink i want to hear my friend david want to hear, you know mm-hmm. all the all the recitals i'm very excited for yeah
0: yeah i am too uh, I would say what I'm most ex- excited about, besides Antonio, because I'm excited to meet him in person. Oh yeah! Because we've had so we have like a couple of Zoom meetings, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fun when we're actually in person. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for just all the people coming. Like I I'm excited for finding like essentially a tribe of people who have like-minded passion mm-hmm. for this kind of music. Yeah. Who are who are excited enough to come together and have conversations, come to the concerts you know, have a dialogue about what's so, why it's important to play this kind of music, I think that's what I'm most excited about is oh, yeah. the conversations mm-hmm. that I, I'm looking forward to having with the people I haven't been able to talk to before. Yeah, see who's out there mm-hmm. yeah, thinking the same things we are. I uh, know, it's going to be so cool. So if you haven't registered already, highly recommend it's $25 for students to register for access to everything. Mm-hmm which I, would, I must must say is a pretty good deal. It's great.
1: Yeah, it's really a good uh, deal.
0: If you are a student, it's $50 for access to everything. Uh, if you, for some reason, can't come to all the events that we have lined up on the 12th and the 13th, then you just want to come to the opening concert. You just want to come to the chamber concert on the 13th. Um, that'll be $5 for students. We are selling individual tickets or $12 for general admission for non-students. So, and again, I want to emphasize if there, you have any financial needs, let us know we can work something out because we just want everyone who wants to be there to be able to be there absolutely so we hope to see you guys there and you can find out you can register online at uh, um you can find the link online at our website which is Mm www.herd-omusic.com there's also a link in our bio on our instagram if that's easier for you which is at hero.musicians or you just shoot us an email we can help direct you as well we if whatever works best for you we hope to see you there and let us know what you thought about the podcast you know oh yeah yeah please. i know someone said they're excited to meet the hosts and Aww, i was like oh, please. look at us Aww, look at us stop. i don't
1: want <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's too kind too kind oh we're like kind of famous uh. <laughs> okay <laughs> we're we're something uh, no, we're uh music dorks mm-hmm. We like to talk about music apparently because we don't do that enough in music school well that's
1: all we think about that's okay though it's fun you know <laughs> that's what we asked for it's what we're doing but music so. school's almost over though <gasps> at least this semester yes that's true very excited about that yeah we have do you have any finals next week no but i've got to grade some juries so well i might have a final test but it's not a final so
0: yeah but yeah we yeah i i don't have any finals which yeah. is great so this is technically my last week
1: yeah that's awesome so it's, it's nice being in grad school it's kind of like more chilled on the final side of things
0: yeah we don't have like a final hour and sit down for like a two hours
1: mm-hmm.
0: i yeah. hated that yeah God bless. especially when they're like oh you have to be there at 8 a.m i'm like oh my gosh i heard
1: that someone has a final at 7 30 in the morning ew like
0: that's i get like sweet. practicing but i don't want to sh- do music theory at 7 30 in the morning yep. your brain's not even really working <sighs> at that point <laughs> yeah no could you imagine if you had to do like an RL skills exam at in the morning? i had a 7 a.m RL skills class so oh. i can't imagine 7 a.m RL skills that's <laughs> <laughs> the only one that could um, provide because we had a lot of they people. even had 7 a.m hour classes my school my undergrad didn't have anything the earliest was 8 a.m for 8 any m. of our classes that's smart the idiom was still rough for me it was a lucky semester for me I guess <laughs> oh, I hated oral skills when I, I remember when I finished my last semester of oral skills I was like finally oh, yeah, gone. <laughs> <it's> over <laughs>
1: honestly I kinda want to like do it again <laughs> get a little review little s- s- yeah. self-,
0: self uh punishment or something yeah no
1: exactly I need it you know can always work on my oral skills
0: I'd rather work on it but not get graded on it that's fair I
1: feel like I want the intensity of getting graded on though you know Oh, I hate little it. discipline
0: <laughs> it stressed me out so much Yeah, because I felt like because I could always do it like I always got an A, which is what was messed up. I got stressed out about it, but I still got an A. It was the fact that I I felt like I couldn't control my grade because mm. every every other test you can like study for it. You know all the material yeah. and you know all the answers if you you know studied for it. At least that's how I felt. And R.L. skills, I'm like, I could practice, but what if they throw something at me that I just don't hear? I don't hear it. And it stressed me out to yeah. no end. <laughs> that's so fair. And singing in front of people is kind of nerve-wracking, but I know the last time I had to do an R.L. skills sight singing test, I had mono. Mm, that's that was a rough sight true. singing test. God bless it. <laughs> that was not a perfect score sight you know, singing that's test okay. by any means.
1: Being sick that does not help. It at was
0: all. a do. Eh. Right. <laughs> well, hopefully they like notice that. Gosh, that's. Funny. Oh, they did. Okay. I couldn't. I couldn't keep my breath at all. It that's was so, so bad. Funny. That's so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have a friend who now teaches oral skills. Good for them. That,
1: uh, that is a that is a job. That is a dirty job. She says she likes it. Uh, yeah. Good for them.
0: Yeah, I feel like I could handle like beginner theory. Oh yeah, I would love to teach theory, oral skills, yeah. but. I still can't get over that FSU doesn't use Solfege. Oh, yeah. When I heard that, I was like, how does it work? <laughs> how else do you do? <laughs> I've, honestly, they've tried to explain it to me, and my brain is like, I can't sing without Solfege. My brain oh, doesn't yeah? compute. Dang, yeah. I've, yeah. like, digested that so, so much so or fair. internalized that so yeah. much that anything else does, just doesn't make sense to yeah. my brain. All the schools I've been to have done it differently, so I'm just like, you know what? Let's do it then. <laughs> it's helpful though it's to, definitely to know solfege, especially if you go to another country because some of them don't use they use solfege for note name identification yeah. instead of like cde yeah so mm-hmm. i think it's a good skill to know Absolutely. for sure yeah um but do but you have anything b- besides grading juries next week next
1: week we have a we are planning a brass quintet recital um uh. we're just planning on the venue of course we have all the pieces because we're going to use these pieces to go use um on tour to costa rica that's
0: so, so amazing wait wait thank you thank you
1: thank you we're very excited <laughs> we'll be doing some master classes some performances um, we're gonna go to the beach at one point hopefully uh it's <gasps> gonna be a really Rica's good time amazing. yeah we're excited to visit and like really experience it and play music for and with all there. your friends yeah yeah it's gonna be a really good time we've been working on this music for a long time so i'm excited to have more performances of it because we'll have lots of lots of footage from it so it'll be a good time how long are you you guys going to be there for a week
0: yeah fun yeah
1: we got master classes and recitals each day so we travel a lot but we'll be mostly in san jose so if anyone Mm. is in san jose come check us out free concerts too right yes yes Mm, look at that mainly at university some um other venues as well but it's gonna be a really good time Mm -hmm. we're so we're setting up a concert for next week Hopefully on May third, it looks like that's happening for us. Um, Where is it going to be? In Opperman right now. Ooh, God, yeah, nice performance hall for you. It's after the the faculty meeting, so <laughs>
0: they all the faculty will stay.
1: That's what we're hoping for. That's what Dr. Jones is hoping for too. So, um, <laughs> well, I know if anyone can get people to stay, it would be Dr. Jones, Dean Dean Jones. Oh yeah. Um, so he's been a a major asset for us, just trying to get this all planned out and, mm-hmm. um. Definitely one of our number one fans. So thank you, Dr. Jones, for doing everything.
0: I feel like a, dr trip number two almost.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting,
0: but a lot smaller.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll all be not on a Korean party bus, but
0: I still think that was hilariously. Fun. I really hope
1: somehow there is a Korean party bus for us there. <laughs> That's we gonna really be made the trip so cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm excited. Um, do you guys get to do any like? cool excursions at some point
1: yeah we have one day where we have a free day to go and do what we want to do and kind of immerse ourselves inside the culture so we're kind of planning that with the um embassy over there so because they know what to do (laughs) and does anyone in your quintet speak spanish um i'm on day 112 of duolingo and um (laughs) poco (laughs) Uh, what is it um tiene uh yo tengo poco Espanol. I have little Spanish. Yeah. That someone
0: at Does a restaurant. anyone else speak Spanish? I mean,
1: pretend? just as much as, maybe just as much as I do. Um, I know one person. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, we'll, we we'll be fine. Steal Miranda. Take her with you. Oh, well. Yes. I'm sure she would enjoy it. That's true. She would. Yeah. But we'll be good. It's, it'll be good to, like, kind of, like, practice what we've been, like, trying to, because we're all trying to, like, learn, like, more Spanish. So yeah. it'll be nice to Our, practice that. And isn't your recital coming up, too? Oh, my God. It's on Friday. Yeah. I keep forgetting about it because there's so much I know, more you're now. talking about
0: your quintet. What about
1: you? <laughs> yeah, I have a chamber recital on Friday. We're playing some Vivian Fung pieces, Emotion oh. holse piece, so Hulse's daughter, um, and also some Poulenc and Gabrielle and I'm uh, premiering this. Well, I've already played it, so I guess there's no premiere, but we premiered it like last week. So, but it's Matt Howell. He's an amazing composer here at FSU. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing one of his pieces, um, saxophone and trumpet, and some Gabrielli. I think I said that, but yeah. that's it. What What time and where? 7.30 in d doc Recital Hall.
0: Hmm.
1: D-R-H, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely going to try to be there.
1: Thank you. Is yeah. your quintet going to play there, too? No. Um, As per... The guidelines i play in a brass quintet too much so
0: i cannot have a brass
1: well, which i understand i'm literally gonna have a recital the next week um for brass quintet music so expanding That's my music, horizons though. yeah
0: it's a lot of chamber music this semester mm-hmm. for you
1: yeah no and i love it i love chamber music and so how long is your program with the quintet uh it has to be 50 minutes so 50 minutes with talking um and
0: yeah good thing you're on a podcast and you're used to talking right gotta
1: talk gotta <laughs> learn how to talk. <laughs> so uh, anyone
0: else going to be talking or is everyone? Gonna oh, yeah. We're going to have else. everyone talking. Yeah. We're going to share the wealth. Any crazy thing that Dr. Jones is making you guys do? I know he talked about like this brass group that would like sing or dance sometimes. when they Has um, he tried to implement any of that with you guys? I mean, we need to get
1: together and do some of that. We have some little things that we're doing here and there, but um, I think we're going to add some more. Oh yeah, In the next few rehearsals we have. And I was like, I wouldn't. I'd be so
0: surprised if he didn't talk to y'all about that. Oh yeah. When he was talking to me about that, he was so passionate He's about yes about making, you know, these kind of ensembles so more personal. Yeah, audience. I don't know. That's probably a good word way to put it.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. That, that's definitely been on our radar. We're definitely like talking more and more about it, doing more stuff with
0: it. We um, can ask Bella to make an immersive design I thing. Oh well, take it to Costa That might be you probably a, could a little hard if we. <laughs> play outside a projector in your suitcase
1: we'll
0: find <laughs> spirit so i'd rather not <laughs> are you really flying spirit yes oh it. it'll goodness. be an
1: experience you know i'm excited for it don't so. you have to
0: what you're gonna have to pay for all your
1: instruments right because
0: carry on yeah i mean yeah for spirit you gotta pay for it but you know yeah that's the game of life i guess <laughs> let's hope you make it there safely you yes. know the stereotypes about spirit Shh, we don't want to tell spirit that spirit you're
1: doing great <laughs> Please keep it up. I think they keep us safe. (laughs) So we're going to, it's going to be great. (laughs)
0: Yes. Manifesting.
1: What about you? Anything cool coming
0: up? We got the Hero Conference. Besides the Hero Conference, going home and the joys of car trouble. Nothing really new. Yeah. Uh, My recital was uh, two weeks ago now. Mm, Yeah. So I've been feeling the joys of that being over. Post recital. Yeah. Now it's, it doesn't feel like I can relax because now it's just conference stress.
1: Yeah, but soon enough.
0: I'll definitely be taking like a week to myself after the
1: conference. As you should. Yeah, <laughs> everyone should take a week during their, when they can have this kind of break. Yeah. Some mental health.
0: But my recital went well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. Um, and the premiere of the Augusta Thomas piece, I, th- I felt really good about. Um, I know Dean did as well. Good. And everyone who was there said they really enjoyed the program. They thought it was a really cool, um, really well thought out program that had a really good flow. A lot of people loved my closing piece, the Ethel Smythe Violin Sonata. Yeah. Oh which yeah. I can't say I blame them. It's pretty cool. Uh, even though it's a monster of a piece, it's 30 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead by the time my recital was over. Oh, man. Yeah. Because I, I had a couple of people ask me, like, why, why are you have an intermission after three pieces instead of, like, after two? Because they felt like it was, like, off. And I was like, the, the violin sonata is 30 minutes long. And i are like, oh. Oops. <laughs> That's why. Yeah. <laughs> gosh. Yeah. That'll um, do it. I was like, it w- it w- I don't, I can't, I can't have an intermission, intermission play and then play another 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know? I was That's like, so fair. Yeah. Gotta
1: definitely know how to space it all out. I had for to recoup kind of my energy
0: before yeah. the
1: Ethel smite. That's fair. That's very fair.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a great piece though. Beautiful. So beautiful. Um, I'm glad it's over though. Now on to uh,
1: next things. I know
0: I had, I talked to uh, Corinne, my professor. Listened to last, last week's episode, she was <laughs> on it, yeah. but we had a meeting today actually mm-hmm. uh, talking about, uh, my next recital plans, my treatise plans, what my lecture recitals might look like. Exciting times. Um, I might be writing an article submission. Yeah, as you should. Yeah. To a, a, a journal, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my projects during this summer. Uh, pretty much is a lot of planning for what comes after the conference. That's fair. Yeah. Um i am excited to say that i'm going to scotland in june mm, very right, excited yeah I'm going with my family mm. uh and i've always wanted to go i'm a huge outlander fan so mm-hmm. that's <laughs> gonna be a lot of fun yeah uh i got to brush up on my scottish reels mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um that's pretty much what's been you know i've been talking about handling uh the conference fixing my car yeah the wonders of you know being an adult and planning yeah, things love but it. <laughs> of course <laughs> uh and I also want we also talked um we briefly talked about it a little bit and we posted about it on our social media about uh a article that we found from that I found from Alter Classical which is um a Instagram and a nonprofit in Europe mhm uh that they do, they post some really cool stuff and they promote like essentially uh concerts and content that is Essentially considered not standard for classical music, which is, I think, really cool. Yeah, uh, they're they focus on classical music innovation and uh, demolishers of hierarchies is what their their uh, <laughs> their thing says, and they like concerts in unusual places. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's what their bio says on Instagram. Yeah, which I, I get a kick out of their stuff. They post a lot of really cool um, blogs and uh, articles that I read all yeah. the time.
1: Definitely thought provoking stuff. Yeah.
0: But this this article was actually, I think was a blog, actually, that they shared, and it's titled The Sign of a Toxic Music Teacher That No One Talks About. Which, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I have to read this. (laughs) Uh, I have experiences with, you know, toxic teachers, and I think, sadly, most people do. Um, We, a lot there, they mention in this um, uh, blog about, like the movie Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? Yes. You know how he's like crazy and eccentric and, or, and, but he made his student great, you know, so it was almost like it was worth it. Like all oh, this eccentric teacher that everyone yeah. romanticizes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we really do do that. Like we romanticize like crazy teachers and culture. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there's, you know, there's, th- but I was like, there is this kind of fine line between, uh, that that's your personality and that it's helpful or it's toxic and actually bad for your mental health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely in whiplash, it was bad for his mental health. I would say <laughs> it was definitely over dramatized, but yes. Um, but I think it's important to talk about and trigger warning. We will be mentioning, you know, a couple you know, things having to do with emotional abuse. Uh, Cause in this article, it just talks about general abuse that happens uh, for people in these types of student-teacher relationships. And she, she was talking about how it, it can kind of mirror toxic romantic relationships, which I never thought about it that way. Um, and, she, and I think it's something that if you're someone out there who's experiencing, you know, a stressful student-teacher relationship, that maybe it might be helpful for y'all to go... Look at this article because she lists, um, uh, signs that you're experiencing gaslighting or uh, emotional abuse in your teaching situation, yeah. such as feeling confused or crazy constantly and second guessing yourself, constantly questioning if you're being too sensitive, having trouble making decisions, always apologizing to your teacher, making excuses for your teacher's behavior, find yourself withholding information, um, uh always wondering if you're a good enough student. And for me this really hit home because I've been in a situation exactly like that. Um uh, and it's it's hard because you don't always see it that way. Because you usually if you're the te- whoever you're studying with, you just are enamored with because usually mm-hmm. you're studying with them for a reason. Because you yeah. usually are a wonderful player. Mm-hmm. But I wanted I wanted to highlight this and one reason I shared it on our Hero page, and someone even commented like, "Oh, this is so pervasive that it's crazy because no one talks about this." Mm-hmm. Hence, the title mm-hmm. <laughs> of the blog: "Yeah, uh, toxic music teachers that we don't talk about." Um, I think it's important that if any of you resonate with that, um, to think: Is this worth it? Is is your mental health the sacrifice of your mental health worth what you're doing?
1: Yeah, and I think if you are feeling like These, you know, things about your teacher that one of the things you can do is, you know, confront them and ask them like you don't feel like you're always getting something from them or Mm -hmm. you feel like um, it's not going exactly how maybe you want or thought it could be Um, and what they think maybe it could change or if you need to look at, you know, what they talk about this an article to do. Um, I would just tread lightly, you know, you go forward with this and really like, um, really think about like what your teacher's doing, what's, what's happening in the situation and, um, be f- open with your thoughts and be true to your thoughts. You don't want to lie to yourself and yeah. just look at what this article, it's a great article for, you know, if you're feeling these feelings,
0: um,
1: and yeah, just and talk to people about it.
0: Exactly. Like yeah. other fellow musicians are going to know exactly what you're talking about. If you have a really close friend that you can you feel like you can trust and confide in. I think it's important to talk about it because like I said, like I said before, like even I didn't realize I was in that situation and I read this article as well and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you're so... Infatuated with how your teacher plays that you almost want to do anything to play like them. At least that's how I usually felt
1: Yeah, and remember that they're human too and I know they talk about in the article like Mm -hmm. um You make excuses for your teachers, but they are also humans and not robots and so Mm -hmm. Always knowing like what's going on on their side sometimes as well
0: I also my it's an interesting point to say That they probably don't even realize they're doing it sometimes true I would say that it's kind of like an older generation of classical music about this um kind of putting your teacher on a pedestal I think it's a kind of like an older form of teaching where whatever your teacher says you do it without question Mm -hmm. whereas I think now I think pedagogy switching to where it's like more of a dialogue I don't know if you would agree with that yes and no yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I, I feel like you know this kind of uh, abusive situation or kind of
1: unhealthy maybe. unhealthy
0: si- like situations of teacher student relationships um i think it's it's slowly changing into something different yeah i think this is like at least i like to be hopeful and think that it's evolving yeah, yeah. <laughs> um because I, I mean everyone in classical music knows about you know the teachers that you know uh sexual misconduct with students and things like that mm-hmm. which is toxic to uh, you know yeah the nth degree yeah um but I th- if you have time it's a pretty short little blog article i would say I recommend reading it because again this is something we don't really talk about a lot in classical music and it definitely was something this week that resonated with me and something that i think we should talk about more because we're all especially if you're a young musician we're all teachers we're all going to be teachers at some point mm-hmm. in some form or fashion And if we can at least be aware that this has happened or has happened to you, we can make steps to be the next generation of better teachers that are more self-aware, that can move forward and protect the next generation from experiencing, you know, toxic situations. Yeah.
1: And if you can and want to have this conversation with, you know, if you're feeling these things, you can bring it up to your professor and ask, like, what some things that can be different with the situation, you know? Or a mental health professional. Yeah. Is there a different way you could practice? it? a different way they could teach it to you? You know, there's multiple sides mm-hmm. to it, you know? So. Yeah. Because most of the time, they're
0: probably not aware of it. Yeah. And if you have that, you know, that open and availability to have a conversation with with said professor, professor all the reason to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I, I know that's kind of a heavy subject, but I think it's important. <laughs> uh yeah for me anyway (laughs) i know uh i wish we read this article when we were talking to corinne because i know she would have thoughts (laughs) (laughs) that's fair (laughs) she uh, we me and her had similar conversations about you know how to be a more open teacher and to avoid you know um you know have making your students uncomfortable how to make it more of a welcoming environment And I think, you know, like I said, I think this is a topic that I think more people are starting to recognize, which Mm -hmm. I think is why this article probably came out. (laughs) It's creeping its way out of the cracks of, you know, things we don't talk (laughs) about. You're looking at me like you're such a dork. (laughs) It's creeping its way into everyday conversation. As I like make this swimming motion of my arms. (laughs) Very nice. All right. Yes. Now. On a letter note, it is time for what, Angela? Do you wanna hit the button? Uh Yes. Got it. <laughs> I feel like I put a lot of pressure on you to do that. I just gotta look. I don't know where it's at. So it's one of the it's the pink button. button? Purplish pink. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um so today we're gonna be doing our some trivia as always to finish up the episode. Yes. Would you like to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Um I can go first. All right. I'll Uh.
1: whoop my butt. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Okay, so Mozart wrote 41 symphonies. What was the name of the very last one that he wrote? Goodness gracious,
0: I don't know. You don't know? Think about it. Think about it. How would I know this? He's written so many symphonies. only 41. (laughs) That's (laughs) a lot. I'm thinking like the finale, but I know that's probably not right i know it's not right
1: i uh, can give you multiple choice if you'd like yes please give me one second
0: i'm gonna have to like pay attention to your like eyes yeah okay, let me, let me uh, one second You're roscoe chewing on his bone over there yeah, I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry let me um don't look it up it's supposed to be something epic i wouldn't look it up give me multiple choice. okay
1: so your multiple choice is Paris, Prague, or Jupiter?
0: Does he have a symphony called Paris? Wait, obviously that'd give it away. I feel like it's something epic. I don't think it's Prague. Did you hear how the southern that sounded? Prague. I yeah. don't think it's Prague. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Knicks Prague. Okay. I feel like he would have a symphony called Paris, but it doesn't seem epic enough. You know what I mean? Like if it's his last one. It's fair enough. I think I'm gonna go with Jupiter. Final answer. That was
1: correct. But yeah. Paris, Prague, and Jupiter are all symphonies. Paris is 31, Prague is 38, and 41 is Jupiter.
0: Does he have any other planet named? Holst does.
1: Well, I knew that. But
0: we're talking about Mozart
1: here. I'm not too familiar with the names of his all of his symphonies, as there are. Did 41. you knew that
0: already, or did? Yeah, I knew, knew
1: that. Know? I okay. knew that. Yeah, because uh, Cleveland um, just played it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah so i've only played a handful of mozart symphonies usually like i've done 39 and 38 mm. there you go well obviously i should know 38 because you said one of them was Prague. whatever <laughs> it's okay but i've never heard anyone say it yeah, no, by they a different don't name. they normally
1: don't jupiter they definitely do but uh-huh. like paris and Prague, no they don't okay all right question number two um what is the difference between a euphonium and a baritone
0: Uh, I know what a euphonium it looks like a tiny tuba oh my god (laughs) it does okay (laughs) a baritone you're talking about like a baritone singer or Uh, no like the baritone instrument (laughs) uh so they're brass instruments yes uh can you tell me which one's deeper like which one is lower that would I think that would give the answer it would yeah sorry okay they're different they're different in size that's their difference. They're different sizes. Okay, I'm gonna give it to you, but that's
1: not <laughs> the exact correct answer at all. But, but they're different in size, though, aren't they? In a way, yes. Euphonium is conical, so the bell is conical. Um, how would I have Baritone ever known is cylindrical. That? You gotta know your you know, brass stuff, girl. What is conical? You're gonna be even a, a doctor. You mean like a cone? No, like how the bell is shaped and like the whole piping is shaped. Conical, it opens up so like a cone like conical like it opens conical? up throughout the instrument and cylindrical keeps it the same throughout the entire instrument and then opens up for, of course for the bell
0: well technically they are different in size
1: that's why i gave it to you <laughs> so you're welcome
0: i would never have known that in a million years well. if you said what's conical mean i'd be like pfft. well now you know <laughs> go take a i'll give you a brass <laughs> methods
1: course don't worry all right question number three What bass brass instrument did Berlioz use in his Symphony Fantastique instead of the tuba?
0: A baritone?
1: (laughs) You're funny, no. (laughs) A euphonium? Not the one I'm thinking of. Or bass trombone? Not the one I'm thinking of. A bass instrument instead of the tuba. He wrote about it in his little, his treatise. Whose treatise? Berlioz. Treatise of Instruments.
0: Oh, I never read that. I've also never played... Symphony Fantastique. And I never paid attention to the brass area.
1: You don't know. I mean, it is <laughs> like a... I always look at the strings. It's, get out of here.
0: <laughs> you're done. You're, like, I you're hate, canceled. I I'm so sorry. so <laughs>
1: You're canceled. You're first canceling. I'm a bad string player.
0: Uh, I already knew that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh,
1: Off the Clyde. That's what the what's hell called. is that? It's an old, like, one of the very first tubas. Old tuba. Type of tuba what is it a type of tuba yes but like not ever not used anymore ever at all but it was like the one that barely wrote about can you
0: say what it is again off a clyde off a clyde off a clyde, off a clyde. yeah so is it german that word off a clyde? i should know but i don't know
1: sounds like you say like get off a of clyde <laughs> <laughs> it's french so early french it's conical hey you know about that it's keyed it's french i still feel like conical means cone <laughs> i mean in this you could yeah sure you're like stop it, there is it. a definition <laughs> of conical that means cone so <laughs> there you go
0: so then it should be called conical all
1: right you got two out of three <laughs> let's go my turn
0: I have a chance you y'all. do have a chance okay all right let's brush up on your uh brush up on what happened last week what was the name of the oh pedagogue brother. that Karen still all studied with at juilliard dorothy delay good job Thank you. i pay attention <laughs> i you know, test them. Uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. That I, was, I sometimes guess I need to be tested like that. That. Was, that was your gimme question, I guess. Thank you. All right. Which of the following composers is from England? Okay. Is it Barbara Strozzi, Maria Hester Park, or Missy Mazzoli? Maria. Good job.
1: <laughs>
0: I thought I might stump you.
1: Yeah. I'm just really smart. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: Do you know where the other people are from? <laughs> uh, No. Good I guess then. Well, Barbara Stro- uh, Strozzi is from Italy. Mm, that makes sense. Strozzi. And Missy Mazzoli is uh, American. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, are deciding, you know, whether we have a tie or you win. All right. Who did not win a Pulitzer in music? Was it Melinda me. Wagner? Sorry. Yeah, and me. Was it Melinda Wagner, Julia Wolfe, or Libby Larson? Uh, the first one. Dang. Libby Larson
1: or Julia Wolf? Julia Wolf definitely won one. Mm-hmm. Libby, Libby Larson
0: has not won one. I googled it and she has not What did the other one win? Listener. What did? What's the first name? Melinda Wagner. What did she win? Like, what it, was it? She... I can Google it. I don't remember. Uh, she won in 1999. And I can find out what that piece was. Let me wow, guess. Libby Larson? Are you sure? Oh my gosh. Well... In 1999... W- She won for Concerto for Flute, Strings, and Percussion. Dang, Melinda. Okay, Melinda Wagner is from Philadelphia. She's a US composer, Pulitzer Prize winner, and uh, she got her undergrad degree from Hamilton College, received her graduate degrees from the University of Chicago and University of Pennsylvania, and served as composer in residence at the University of Texas in Austin. And uh, some of her teachers include Richard uh, uh, Vernick, George Crum, uh uh sh- i know this is another uh female Pulitzer winner uh shulamit ron and jay reese mm, okay well so look at her go awesome you learned something today i did but i, I guess we tied yeah well hmm <laughs> it's fine but <laughs> tie is a tie the Damn it I thought I would have stumped you with the English composer one. Got her. But now you can go look at who Maria Hester Park is. It's true. Yeah. I was unfamiliar with that. So very nice. All right. So thank you guys for listening. And we have two more episodes planned, two or three more episodes planned for you. Uh, We will be closing out season two um, about when, right after the conference is over. And then we will be taking a break during the summer. Because you know, I'll be in Scotland, Angelo being Costa Rica. <laughs> Can't really do. Yeah. So much there. And then we'll see what when we'll start up season three. We haven't decided. But stay tuned. We will be posting about it. And remember, you can stay up to date about all things hero talk or hero conference or hero related in general on our Instagram at hero.musicians or on our website at ww.her-omusic.com and don't forget to register or buy tickets to the conference that's in three weeks oh Mm -hmm. my gosh uh so please come we want to see you there and we don't want an empty auditorium essentially so uh we hope to see you guys there thank you guys for tuning in if you have any questions don't forget or don't hesitate to reach out to us uh via email or via dm uh we will quickly respond to you as fast as we can and we can't wait to talk to you guys so thank you so much and we will see you next week bye bye